Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. takes from obvious bozos episode five. we're on episode five zachary six. are you sh- six yeah six. that's what i thought okay see so it you- says six i mean i don't know where you got the five from i'm looking at it in the paper oh it, it says, says that five. on the dock well i made a copy of the last one but look everywhere else it says six anyway welcome to takes from obvious bozos episode six i'm drew zachary blattery head of sny's marketing research content delivery propaganda, all that stuff. Zachary Blattery, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, but I do none of that stuff. I don't get on any of that stuff. I mean, well, some, I mean, not, not the bad stuff. I'm pretty I, sure it says that on your LinkedIn. It doesn't. You can go check. It's all there. Uh, <laughs> but I feel great, though. As great as you can after that miserable, miserable Knicks game last night. The miserable that. Knicks game that I have not seen. We're recording this the Thursday the, so obviously the game the day after the Jazz game, which I haven't watched, I'm gonna watch it later. So I don't know other other than the score. So I'm gonna react to the box score live for you guys. But anyway, let's get into the show. So we got all that. We got to talk about our sponsors, our favorite sponsors over at Bet Online. So all the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today uh, and get into the action and see all the uploaded odds for the week. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, which is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. We... Also, want to let you know that The Strickland has an Instagram, which you can follow at thestrict.land. We also have a YouTube channel, which many of you are probably watching and also wondering, even though it's labeled, who the person to the right of me is. But we are going to get to that. Yes, audio folks, we have a special guest that we are going to get to um, where you can watch the pod. Make sure you subscribe. We got plenty of other content coming out this season. We got all our post-game, pre- we don't do pre-game, but maybe you'll see a pre-game thing. Or not. I don't know. Post game stuff, other pods, all, all that good stuff. Um, we also have a Patreon with tons of new content for $6 a month. You get access to the full version of this pod. You also get access to our amazing Discord server where you can spit takes for this show, along with Friday's episode of Pod Strickland. You also get feature articles from Matthew Miranda, invites to uh, private events throughout the season, and discounted merchandise. For $9 a month, you get access to our brand new NFL show, Strictly NFL, hosted by Jeff and Khan. You also have even more perks for even more elevated tiers. So now, folks, we have a special guest. He is one of the hosts of The Run.Down. You see him on every post, well, not every post game, but most post games. You see him pop up in our Discord server every now and then to slander some players on the Knicks. He is in an undisclosed location right now. He told us it's he he can't show his location, but it is the King Bozo himself, Tyrese. Tyrese, how's it going? 
going good. It's going good. You know. You know, you're our first guest. It's true. Wow, I am. I feel mm-hmm. special. I appreciate it. Happy to be the first. You may be the last too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> well, if I ruin it for everybody else, at least nobody can take this away from me. No, no one can take this away from you. Like this is now going to be cemented on the internet for the rest of not only our Ever. lives but forever until the Earth blows up. That's fair. That's or fair. unless I would, I would the would the internet exist though if the Earth doesn't exist? I mean, I'm pretty sure aliens have some kind of internet. Yeah, but like, would they be able to? You know what? We're gonna get we're going down a tangent. That is, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna get into. Let's keep it the basketball. <laughs> we're gonna keep it the basketball right now. But you know, before we get into our takes, we need to nominate the bozo of the week. You know, I'm gonna you're gonna hear it. You know, edited, no, edited. bozo of the week, that type of stuff going on right now in the background. Zach, you have a nominee for a bozo. And I have a nominee, but I'm going to do mine last because it leads into our takes. And this also is going to, like, tee up Tyree pretty well. Zach, who is your Bozo of the Week? My Bozo of the Week is – he's lucky that I fielded these takes before the game. I, I Everybody got most of their <laughs> takes in before the game. And you know what? He actually escaped many of our takes. He might come up once or twice. But the Bozo of the up. Week is – Listen, he's coming up at the next podcast. You he's know he up. is. That's that is definitely true. But the bozo of the week or the, the bye week, really, because we haven't potted. Yeah. Oh, yet. yes. Sorry. Yes. Bozo, bozo of the bye, of the bye week. week is it's R.J. Barrett. I mean, oh, it's been, womp, it's been womp, miserable. Womp. It's been miserable. Last night was like the the climax of the miserableness. It was just like it was all leading up to last night, and you know, it was just like this guy couldn't throw a rock in the ocean. He was smiling after he tried to posterize somebody, and like. People talked about it all day on Twitter, but that just felt like the momentum shift in the game, and he was just miserable all night, and it did it didn't get going. And uh, there were other guys who didn't show up too. And Tibbs had his own thing and quickly played no minutes, and it was a whole disaster, a multifaceted disaster. But the head of the snake was RJ, and uh, he's the bozo of the bye week. Oh man, I agree. I agree. <laughs> you disagree? Um, Zach could have said it any better. Truthfully, <laughs> truthfully speaking. There's a lot of words I can use to describe R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. some that are not suitable for this podcast, this elegant and glorious podcast, but Bozo is one that fits very <laughs> succinctly for his level of play the last couple of weeks. Oh, man. My You've poor, seen my Twitter. My, my poor You've... Canadian son. Oh, my God. Your son does He's not kill... like popcorn reading. He's killing me. He's killing me. So He's killing yeah, me. He's killing this team's chances of being competitive. I know he's killing everyone right now. So I'm reacting to the box score live. So I didn't know. So the only thing I knew coming into this, it was a four point loss. And then looking at RJ's box score, guys, barely 24 minutes. So, like, that's so you can already said so three for 16, zero for seven from three. He made his free throws, he got rebounds, he had nine points, he was a minus four, which was the only minus in the starting lineup, so you already know how that goes. So I can just judge by this, just looking at that box score for R.J. Barrett. Um, it, his shots is janky again, so I could clearly tell that. I don't have to – I well, the game will probably prove it. And he's not passing out when he's driving. Like, there's no – he's not kicking out. So, like, if he's going three for 16, you, you guys can confirm it if you watched it. But, like, he didn't kick out. 
Like he didn't pass the ball and he was awful shooting. And if that's the, and then probably not playing defense. So that's where you get the the 24 minutes. Is that, is that a fair assessment of what happened? That was pretty fair. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Price talked about it on Twitter this morning where he was like, if you filter drives by at least eight per game, plus play at least 15 minutes per game among 75 qualified, no, 77 qualified players, RJ ranks 75th in field goal percentage off of drives, 69th in pass percentage off of drives, 70% um, 70th in assist percentage off of drives, and then 71st mm. in turnover percentage. He is quite possibly the worst high volume driver in the league. And we are on year five of this being the case. So it's what makes this really frustrating. Cause I, I, I don't even, I would be interested to see if Tyrese actually, I think Zach will kind of agree. Right. I think what's the really frustrating thing with someone like Barrett is that when you, when you zoom out to like the macro, right. You look at like, right. It's year five stats. You look at year over year, you just see high volume, inefficient two point shooter, who doesn't pass and is not rebounding and is also not providing anything in the plus minus, right? Like you look at that aggregate and that's what you see. But then when you, like, if you were to break it down, like into like seasons, like day, like a days of a calendar, you'd see the ups and downs and the swings where you're like, well, that's a starting, that's a starting wing on a, on a very talented caliber team. Right. And it's just like, but that guy, you shows also, up, yeah, you see the individual games where he's like 10 of 18 and he has right. 26 points. And it's like, Oh wait, so here's what he is. And then, yeah, so it's like, are, yeah. right, so like you'll see like these anywhere between like five to ten game swings or five to fifteen game swings, and then you'll see a lull for what, 30, 40, yeah. <laughs> right, and then it comes back up, and then it'll show up, like you saw a good version of him in the playoffs that showed up, but again, that was what, a, barely a ten game sample, right, so we just kind of like see these ebbs and flows, and it's like, and we're not even saying, I don't even think it would be like, the ta- like I think the talent's there because ultimately I think what we're talking about is just consistency and significantly better um, decision making, which is easier said than done. But just pass the ball. I I think yeah. it really is as simple as if he just passed the ball, he would be better. But he doesn't, and I don't understand why. Like it's baffling at this point. Yeah, I also think there's just like, especially last night at least, there was just a severe lack of urgency from him on defense and on offense. Mm-hmm. And right. like, I thought like in that early, se- like he had like that early season stretch of six or seven games where he looked like, wait, is he finally making the leap? Like, is this right, what exactly. we're getting? Exactly. But it, it did feel like he had stopped doing like the he was like he was kind of over dribbling last season a ton, and that felt like that was completely out of the way. He was mm-hmm. making making the right cuts, making the right passes, and there didn't feel like any wasted time with him last well, in those first like yes. six or seven games. And it obviously helped that the jumper was like, I think he shot 50% from three in those first seven mm-hmm. games, which is not sustainable, but obviously it helped him out a lot. And now it's just, it's right back to where he was last year. And in those next 11 games, since he like had that migraine thing, which was totally ridiculous, whatever. What he, I mean, it sounded like it was pretty bad, so I don't want to call it ridiculous, but. I was going to say like a re- yeah. ridiculous. I, I haven't, the- yeah. But Have you ever had a migraine? Not as bad as RJ. So Okay. I, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, yeah. but no, also it. It was a while. I don't understand yeah. why, but it was a while. <laughs> Whatever. Since then, he's shooting 14 of 56 on threes, and that's yeah. 25%. Like, yeah, that's terrible. Horrible. It's awful. And they they look bad. Like, a lot of them are, like, they look not, like terrible. They're not, like, near misses. Like, there are some ugly, ugly shots, man. It's it's gross. Even the shot is not coming off his hands as quick as it used to. Like, Because he has two different shooting motions. Yeah. Like, it's, 
there's one where we saw in the beginning of the season and I just, I see it like, it's almost like a, like a, like a cocking and holstering of like a gun. Like he's got the gun out and he flings it like it, it goes in and he's very vertical and balanced and stuff. And, it, and the same thing for the free throws. And now it looks like he's like chucking it forward. Yeah. And it's terrible. It's a terrible shot and it's not consistent. It's not balanced and it's never going to go in. And it's like, what do, and it's, like, what do you do in this situation? I, I know Tyrese is ready to trade him for what? Not e- not even a deflated basketball? Like, you're you're ready to trade what, for anything, right? You yeah. could trade R.J. Barrett right now for any wing with size who can shoot the three and above average level, <laughs> and they're better. Who's, who, who because quickly could start. That who's the it. worst player? Who's the yeah, worst, who's the worst player of R.J. for? Royce O'Neal. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, Jesus you could trade literally anybody from, like, the Nets right now. Like, Dorian, Dorian Finney-Smith? Dorian yes. Finney-Smith, really? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes. I was thinking about him, but I wasn't thinking about sending RJ for him. Like, legitimately, because my, my, my whole reasoning is you trade RJ Barrett for, like, a wing with size who doesn't require usage, and you just put quickly in that role, the team is – significantly better significantly yeah, I, better. i think we all agree with that yes so yeah. like that's kind of where i'm at where i'm just like just get iq to play rj's role he does it significantly better he doesn't take as many shots and the guy that like could come into that role for rj barrett just needs to play like above average defense and shoot the three above average and the team is so much better i do think the one issue which I think is closer probably to more of like personnel or even a coaching front office type thing is that the only, we know the reason why quickly doesn't start, right. Is because like Tibbs is like, we need someone to run the second unit, right? Like he is like dead set on like the second unit is the second unit. Nothing changes. Right. Cause like Sims is starting and not Hart and stuff. Why? Because, because Hartside has to come off the bench. I think what, you could I, it's going to be obviously difficult just giving how rj is but you need like the low usage wing and then also like the six man like you need a six man so that's the only way i think quickly is ever going to start is if they force an actual six man on the tips to be like no he's running the offense now start get rokas i don't know like no that's fair look that's right. fair what i'm saying like i think that's yeah. like the holdup right now and that's and it's really i think it's lo- really frustrating to watch because quickly does seem prime for like the breakout now like he, the yeah. breakout was obviously... oh, it's like overdue like where it's just sitting yeah it's expired. overdue like, it's crazy oh it's super frustrating it really is but Tyrese, do you have any bozos before i nominate my bozo uh tom thibodeau is tom thibodeau <laughs> tom thibodeau's the bozo the bozo of the bye week why is he the bozo of the bye week because we're still doing the don't play a manual quickly over 25 minutes thing. <laughs> All right, hold on. So look at the, hold on let, me, let me pull up the box score. Okay, so Emmanuel quickly in this game played um, just over 18 minutes, shot 75%. Um, had So we had 15 points on eight shots. He was a minus 13, though. Oh, man. that's Tibbs loves his plus minus now. So clearly Emmanuel quickly was doing something terrible. He was so terrible that, like, <laughs> people legitimately – like, they legitimately could not fucking guard him. But for whatever reason, Tom Thibodeau's going to claim, oh, he just came back from injury. But I swear, 
already very came back from migraines, and there was no restriction on there. Nope. But like, nope. It, it's it's baffling to me that he is as impactful as he is for the fourth year in a row, where like his on-off stats are legitimately like Steph esque, mm-hmm. and we're still doing the. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't play him as much as we should play him because I I don't it's know. Insane. Like we're load managing. Tom Thibodeau likes to start from behind. It, it's baffling to me that we're still doing this thing. And it's like, what's going to happen is there's going to be some kind of change to the roster. He's going to have to play more minutes, and the team's going to suddenly start winning again. And people are going to be like, I wonder what changed. And then we're going to have beat we're going to beat writers write like really compelling arguments on why like Tom Thibodeau's coaching is saving this team, or how Jericho Sims. <laughs> you know, it is true. Is going to be the factor, and it's like no, just they just played Emmanuel quickly, like twenty nine minutes a game instead of twenty two, and they're winning a lot more. Like it's, I'm tired of like having to do this again, where it's yeah. like, oh, we have yeah, to figure it out. Again. Emmanuel quickly is good, and Tom Thibodeau's like, well, I don't know, I don't know. He has his hair braided a different kind of way. Can you trust him? Like, I mean, quickly does have the uh, the chops with the no mustache look. So like that is concern. Like if Tibbs is like, he can't start because of that. I think that's a fair reason not to start him. I agree. But in terms of talent, right. But in terms of talent, there's no reason. I I think what's even frustrating too, like even if we're just like, he comes off the bench because he's like, he has to be the backup point guard or whatever. I can live with that logic, but I don't think you can play him 18 minutes though off the bench, right? Like it needs to be 28. It needs to be 30. Like if RJ Barrett is, 0 for 7 from 3, and then looking at this right now, if Josh Hart, who is like the RJ backup, is playing 29 minutes and not shooting the ball, like, you need to get him out of there too, right? Like, he can't be playing because what Josh Hart needs to do is shoot the ball. So, like, and he wasn't, and it didn't look like uh, Josh Hart was really rebounding or, like, get it. Yeah, and he wasn't even getting assists or anything like that. So, like, you got to play quickly. Like, you take, you take those, like, take, 10 minutes out from Hart, who, if he's not shooting, give him the quickly. Like, that's, I don't know. This also looks like a poorly coached game just by looking at it. It was extremely, coaching. extremely poorly coached. Cause, like, you see, Jay, like, Brunson and Randall have basically 40 minutes. Um, Brunson couldn't make a three. Listen, it looks like Brun- either. Brunson was also an asshole last night. He's like an honorary Bozo of the bye week. That, that just uh, Bozo of the night, even. Cause I actually had some good games before that, but it, it was disgusting for him last night. But because like, not as bad as I, RJ or Tibbs, so. But, like, looking at this, just, like, going 11, like, Brunson misses his free throws. That was that was unbelievable. In the past, like, yeah, I don't games, think it's unbelievable. He's been missing them since last year. I got to look at the numbers. I know he's shooting, like, like, like 70% now. Look, and it's overall, he's been good, but, like, he misses, like, the technical free throws. He misses, like, key yeah. first free throws, and it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Speaking of missing free throws, I'm sorry. I don't know. You missed this, Doug, but, like, in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter of the game, the Jazz have it was like close in the fourth. The Knicks made like one last ditch run in the fourth quarter, and like they had it, they were in striking range. I don't know what the score was exactly. They but were Grimes, like down yeah, was, four at one point. Down four at, at one point. I, I don't know when this exactly happened, but anyway, Grimes drew some drew some contact for the first time in a very long time, and he got two free throws. And they have that promotion where like oh fans wow, Grimes did get two free throws. Look yeah. at him. Look so, at Grimes. Yeah, but okay, so the fans get free chicken if he misses both. Like it's one of those things they do in the fourth. If the, in the fourth what quarter, chicken. What type of chicken? I, I don't know. Talking? I don't think they. Say, you, usually it's Chick Fil A. Usually that's Chick Fil A who does this. Mm. So, it's, but anyway, like the fans got 
turned up for this. Like, he missed the first one, and then, like, everybody's standing up, booming in Utah. You know, like, that mm-hmm. that arena, they turn up. It's, like, it's not one to be to be slept on. Listen, it's, it's a could, tabernacle. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You could tell Grimes was totally flustered. He rushed the shot, and he missed the second one. And like that was just another like momentum destroyer when you go. He over gave to Mormon's it, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mormon's uh, chicken is that what it was? No, he oh, gave oh, no, Mormon's chicken. Mormon's oh, chicken. Another, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he did. He definitely gave Mormon's chicken. But oh. I thought it was a brand called like Mormon's chicken. I was like, damn, what is another some random company? But no. <laughs> Regardless, it was embarrassing. It was a momentum shifting play, and it was the low light of the fourth quarter. All right, I need to give my bozo of the week, and it's going to tie right into our first take that we're going to get to. Bozo the bye week for me is Zachary Blattery. Because this is out of left field. Because this bozo in our in our immaculate, well um, moderated Discord, he had the nerve to be like, no, I don't think the Knicks should trade for Stephen Curry if it becomes available. What? So our first take from AJ and Vegas can't get can't get a more bozo take. Than the host hating Steph. Okay, I'm gonna Zachary Blattery, defend yourself from your Steph slander. Before I even before I even defend myself, I'm gonna revise the tale you just told because it wasn't no 100 accurate. I never said I. I are you said, are you calling fully, are You calling me all? You calling me all? Yeah, I am. I am actually. I am actually am. So I. I the, what actually went down here is I did I never said the words like I'm out against the Knicks trading for Curry if he were to come available. That I'm was never sure, brought up. Quote never unquote, brought up. I think Steph Curry's a piece of shit and the Knicks should never trade him for him. I'm pretty sure I'm quoting that directly from the discussion. It's not, but there is a there is a Schwinn Steph message and I thumbs downed it and you instantly <laughs> replied. You were like, thumbs down on Steph. And I was like, yeah. hell yeah, thumbs down on Steph. Because I've never liked Steph. I've never liked the Warriors. I've always been a LeBron fan. And as I was coming up as a kid, it was this fucking Steph shooting guy who would come up every year in the finals. And, you know, sometimes we would beat him. Sometimes we'd beat them. We, not me, we. Never we. we. LeBron. We, LeBron, LeBron would we. Them. We. Yeah, okay. yeah. LeBron and I. LeBron and I sometimes. Okay. But no, but LeBron would usually take care of business. But, you know, like if Steph didn't exist, he'd probably have one or two more pieces of jewelry. Would have been nice mm-hmm. for me. But also, mm-hmm. I just think he's like always been arrogant, annoying, and he cooks the Knicks every plays them, whenever he plays us. And I've never been a fan. I, I I hate Clay even more. I hate KD even more for what he did with them. Everything that that dynasty stands for was annoying, and I hated watching it. And I'm so so happy to watch them just crumble at, right now with Draymond and their their gross draft picks over the past three years. And Bob Myers <laughs> is gone, and like all and Andrew Wiggins is like not even like existing anymore. I don't know what's going on with him and. It's been great. It's been like the best show on TV for me. So, Tyrese, I'm going to let you kind of take all that in. I mean, I can understand as a LeBron goat arguer myself. That... <laughs> Finally, we got one. We got one. <laughs> you can't wear me with like the damn same age. I'm not going to yeah. pull for a game. I'm not. I'm not supporting a gambling addict who's bald. And yeah, like, like fuck that guy, dude. Fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. And sell shoes to Republicans. Um. <laughs> However, if Steph Curry came to the Knicks, even at 35 years old, I think I might break down in tears. Out of it's tears, really. like, like, you, like, you don't understand. I would legitimately break down in tears if I had like oh, most notification that said Stephen Curry has been traded to the Knicks. Like, 
I don't care where I'm at in the world. I don't care where I'm at in the world. I will trade quickly. I don't care. Whatever it takes. This team's winning the title with Steph. What are you talking about? Whatever it takes. Like you, what do you want? Do you want Julius? You can take Julius. Take him. You, you, you can take whatever you want. You Taj Gibson, take, take him. him. Take him. Maybe not Taj actually. You want you want Miles McBride? Take him. Take. Oh my God. Do you, you want? Do you want Taj Evan Fournier? Take him. Take him. Take you him. Take him. Take him. Take him. Take him. Oh, you Tom? You can take Tom, Johnny Bryant, Leon Rose himself can go. Yeah, Steph can why? run. Steph can run him. Like I, I think Steph can run the team. Like. <laughs> Whatever it would take to get Steph Curry on the Knicks, oh, and man. if it were to be feasible and it actually were to happen, no matter where I'm at in the world, I would break down in tears of joy. That's how much I want Steph Curry I, on the Knicks. So I cannot vouch for on. you saying that you would not want Steph Curry. Come on. I good thing I didn't say that. I probably would no, break you down did. in tears you, you of did. both excitement and fear and shock and surprise. No, you did, but you did. I, I didn't. You said if the Knicks trade Steph trade Emmanuel quickly for Steph Curry, that is the origin of my villain story. Oh, I, d- I did say that. I did yeah, say see? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they could trade everybody else, but quickly. Like I wouldn't. I can't have it amount. I can't have all this quickly fandom amount to like them trading for my childhood villain. Can't happen. What if they traded quickly for LeBron? That'd be great. Get one more <laughs> ring. <laughs> I can't. LeBron, that, LeBron I can't gets even a ring. LeBron gets a ring with the Knicks. Yeah, like, okay, but actually, that's what would be the contingent. Like, I wouldn't be excited for it unless I we got the ring after. Like, if we got the ring after with trading for quickly for LeBron, like I'm sleeping very well. But if like it just blew up in our faces, that would suck. So, but in the moment, I would be excited. It's LeBron. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's the goat. Come on again. Yeah. Four and a half championships of goatness. <laughs> four and a half. Four. I mean, it is four and a half. So. Folks, I hate to break it to you, free free moochers out there, but we're cutting over now to the Patreon side of this where we're getting all the takes. You only got one take from us, baby. And why? You got to go to patreon.com backslash the Strickland or go to the strict.land and click on the Patreon uh, tab, I guess. Subscribe. You can hear the full thing. You get to submit your takes. You get the, you know, you get, you get to even submit a take from something we just said, like, Tyrese is 100% going to get roasted for something he said in this section. Probably. And you and you get to roast him by submitting a take and nominating him for Bozo of the Bye Week. So get on Patreon, get on that, and that's the free version. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.